0: Red alert, red alert, all hands to the battle station. Hello there everyone and welcome back to another episode of Battle Station. I'm your host Tucker and I'm going to continue my streak of atypical episodes by working on not just a single ship, but an entire fleet as well. I'm recording this on Tuesday, April 4th, and WizKids has just today published a press release announcing their renewal of the Star Trek license, which included some of their upcoming products. Star Trek Frontiers is apparently getting an episode called The Return of Khan, in which Khan gets to fly a Jem'Hadar battlecruiser named the Pequod. And since that's obviously the coolest thing ever, I've decided to bring it into Attack Wing. We'll start by looking at the generic Jem'Hadar Battlecruiser. It's a 32-point Dominion ship with 5 attack, 1 defense, 6 shields, and 4 hull. It's got tech weapon-weapon crew on its upgrade bar, and the basic Klingon-style maneuver dial with 1 or 2 small tweaks. Green 1 and 2 straights and 1 banks, white 3 and 4 straights, 2 and 3 banks, and 2 turns, and red 3 turns and a 4 comeabout. Arc wise, it only has a forward 90 degree arc, but action bar wise, it comes with the Federation Dominion style bar of target lock scan battle stations evade. Advantages of the ship include a great stat line and maneuver dial, as well as an action bar that includes battle stations by default. It's also not just a Dominion ship, but a Hadar ship, unlocking powerful crew upgrades and ship synergies only available to other ships of those classes. While the slots aren't perfect, it has a tech and a crew, which is probably enough to cause some shenanigans. Finally, I actually really like the four come about as opposed to a three. It makes it a little harder for opponents to cause a disastrous bump while still staying in arc and range. The only real disadvantages here are the 90 degree forward firing arc and the lack of more crew slots. But that isn't a lot. In fact, I'd actually argue that the real disadvantage here is its lack of a sixth attack die. If it had that, it would be a contender for the best ship in the game. On screen, uh, this ship was generally known as a, quote, Jem'Hadar Warship, end quote. The battlecruiser designation is taken from the Deep Space Nine technical manual only. It most prominently featured as Dukat's flagship in the episode Call to Arms, but other than that, mostly appeared as big scary dominion ship number seven in large battle scenes. Its competitive history is likewise unremarkable. Mostly because it falls into a weird space where it's more expensive than a Vorcha or a Negvar, but while still being cheaper than a Bioship, lacking its sixth attack die that makes the Bioship so powerful in the first place. It does see some play now and again because of its unique synergies with various Gem Hadar mechanics, but in general, it tends to find itself being the odd man out between two much more competitive options. All that said, if it ever gets a primary attack value upgrade, like a Type 8 Phaser style thing for Gem Hadar only ships, let's say, expect it to come roaring right back onto the scene. But. We're not just here for the Battle Cruiser. We're here for the Pequod. Obviously, the whole point of this exercise is to have Khan captain the Pequod. I settled on the Khan 8 from the Reliant pack. He's a five point independent captain that says. You may use any upgrades without paying a faction penalty. During an attack, if you spend a battle stations token, each of your battle stations results becomes a crit instead of a hit. Uh, he's got an elite talent slot and eight skill. Obviously, that works well on a ship with five dice and unnatural battle stations. Just as obviously, uh, his talent pretty much has to be I stab at thee. It's a nice bit of disincentive against attacking the Pequod. Basically, when your ship blows up, you get two hit everything within range one with three dice and no defense, but it's also a near mandatory reference to the source material here. Now, when we put the entire fleet together, we'll actually be short a point, so I'm going to go ahead and use a crew slot here to add on a copy of Follower of Khan, a one-point crew ganger. Of course, the card is non-unique and doesn't actually have a name, so we'll just call them Ishmael. Now, this is a theme fleet, but I also don't want you to get completely murdered if you try to fly it. Hence, I've added in some actual good tactical options, starting with the 4th Division Battleship, which for 36 points gets you a 6075 ship that says each round one other friendly Jemhadar ship within range 1 to 2 of your ship may perform an action on their action bar as a free action. This lets us get our full quality on the Pequod without having to add anything else. For the 4th Division itself, I've put on Goldacott, a 5.7-skilled Dominion Captain who lets you take a free Evade or Battle Stations action every round, and Maxwell Forrest, a Federation Admiral that says, Fleet Action, perform an additional one maneuver straight maker turn with a plus one skill modifier for a total of six points. These let you stay with quality and in arc, between the two of them, and also means that all of our captains, as we'll soon see, wind up with a skill of exactly eight, meaning that for the Dominion faction ships at least, we can choose in what order to move and activate them. For more on why I feel that Maxwell Forest is necessary on any Dominion battleship, you can actually go back and check out Battlestation's very first episode, which is all about the Jem'Hadar battleship class ship. So far, between the two ships, we've spent 89 points. For our last 41, I've chosen the Robinson, a Jemhadar attack ship class that also happens to be another fine literary reference. This particular Jemhadar bug, though, has the advantage of being Federation Faction, which will help us improve its stat line from its base 3233. Its ability, while nice on the defensive, it can essentially trade three incoming damage for a Warp Core Breach instead, isn't especially relevant here. It's what we're adding to it that matters. We'll start by adding Jean-Luc Picard 8, more commonly known in this community as Ahab Picard. He's a 5.8 skill Federation Captain that reads, Add one crew, tech, weapon, or elite talent upgrade to your upgrade bar, your choice. At the start of the game, after setup, choose one faction. Whenever you attack a ship of that faction, you may roll one less attack die to add one critical result to your roll. Each time you defend against a ship of that faction, roll plus one defense die. While the critical conversion is obviously useful, We're mostly using him here for the weapon slot. We'll use Sakona, a two point independent crew that adds another such slot and reduces the cost of all five point or less weapons by two to add on type 8 phaser array and upgraded phasers. Each of those upgrades adds a die to primary weapon attacks and the upgraded phasers also lets the ship get an extra shot against fighters. That helps with the attack, but let's add a little durability to the Robinson as well. We'll spend only two points to get systems upgrade. It's a federation only upgrade that can take any slot and does nothing except add a shield and a tech slot. We'll use that tech slot to get one of the most important upgrades on this build, immersion shielding. Immersion shielding is absolutely critical to this build. It gives the Robinson additional durability in the form of another extra shield. It lets you re-roll when you hit an obstacle. But the most important part of immersion shielding is that it shields against people whining about the whole concept of the Pequod ruining their immersion. With our final five points, we'll buy the co-pilot resource from the new Drive OP event. It lets us, among other things, place a battle stations token next to one of our ships during the combat phase. Between that, the 4th Division ability, and Gold Dukat, we should be looking at both battle stations and target locks on all our ships, all the time. The final build looks like this. The Pequod, a generic Jem'Hadar battlecruiser, for 32 points. Kong Sing, 8, for 6 points. I Stab at Thee, for 3. Follower of Khan, we'll call him Ishmael, for 1 point, for a total of 42 points on that ship. The Fourth Division Battleship, for 36 points. Goldencot seven for five points, Admiral Forrest for six points for a total of forty-seven points on that ship. The Robinson at twenty-two points, John Luke Picard eight for five points, Sakona for three points, upgraded phasers for one point, Type Eight Phaser Array for zero points, systems upgrade for two points, and immersion shielding for three points for thirty-six points on that ship and the resource co-pilot for 5 points for a total of the fleet of 130 points. I really hope you enjoyed this fleet as much as I enjoyed making it. I'm actually a huge fan of Melville in general, and Moby Dick in particular. If you did enjoy the show, give us a nice review on iTunes. I hope to see you next time. But from hell's heart, stand down red alert and secure from battle station.